0: Hello and welcome to the Happy Me Project podcast, the space where self-development doesn't have to be fancy and we take the bullshit out of positive mindset. My name is Holly Matthews and I'm a former TV actress, I'm a speaker, self-development coach, mom of two girls and founder of the Happy Me Project, online courses and in-person workshops, just like you. I'm a human who's had shit go down in my life, and stuff that I've had to work through, most notably the death of my husband Ross to brain cancer in 2017. In this podcast, I will share my experiences and my learnings in a vulnerable and honest way, so you can see that even when life gets tough, that you can learn to be happy more than you're not. If you enjoy today's show, please make sure that you come and hang out with me on social media too. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and YouTube where there are reams and reams of past videos that you can gorge on. And make sure to share this episode with those that you think really need it. In today's show, we are going to discuss how to trust yourself, how to trust your own decision-making and how to honour the things that you want, the feelings that you have. Right now, I'm recording this podcast when we are in lockdown here in the UK, which means that things are changing daily. However, we have just been told that the lockdown rules have shifted slightly. First, we were told, stay home. And now we are being told, stay alert and whatever your political affiliation or opinions are it's a confusing message that we have found ourselves in a position where you can have tradesmen at your house but you can't have your grandma or your friends or your family so it's a weird space and what I feel that that is done for people has made us all feel really confused about what decisions we should make we also have the situation where parents may have to decide whether their children go back to school or not. There is a, a chance that on the 1st of June people will, there will be some year groups that will be going back to school and parents are going to be in a position where they have to make a decision on that. Now, first of all, if you are in that position, my one, the one thing I would say to you is that you have to allow yourself to work that out for yourself. There is not going to be one right answer it is going to be a case of what is right for you your family your situation but regardless of lockdown and everything and all the crazy chaos that pandemic is causing outside of lockdown in our normal whatever that now means lives we often struggle to make decisions because we are so used to putting other people first. Now, of course, there is nothing wrong with being a person that cares about other people, and I have no doubt that many of you that listen to this podcast are those people. You care about people, you want to do your best for those people, and that makes you the best kind of people. However, from your own perspective, for your own self and your own happiness, we have to be careful that we aren't putting other people's feelings before our own all of the time and squashing down our own feelings and opinions and doing things because we feel that we should or we fear what will happen if we don't some of you listening to this will be people pleasers to the max and it's a really common thing because from a prim- our primitive brain our primal instinct is to stay within a group is to stay safe and if we feel that we might be pushed out of a group, that feels like we could die. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not a it's not a conscious thing. You are not consciously walking around thinking this. But your primitive brain is there to protect you and it is there to keep you safe. So if it thinks that you aren't fitting in, if you aren't doing what's right for the group and you might potentially be pushed out of the group or disliked in some way, then we feel a sense of fear and we back off. And that's why we turn into people pleasers because we wanna be liked. And I know, and you can drop me a comment and you can message me and let me know, but I know that some of you listening to this are perpetual people pleasers, and that was quite hard to say, but I did enjoy the alliteration of it. You are perpetual people pleasers. You're people who continue every day to put other people's feelings and thoughts and opinions and everything else before your own. So we have to find ways to start listening to ourselves because what can happen over time is that we've done this for so long that we don't even know what our own opinions are. We don't know what we like. We don't know what we enjoy, we don't know what we dislike because we are so used to putting everybody else's opinions first and doing things because they want to do it that actually we've forgotten what things excite us and make us happy. So before we do anything else we have to learn what that is and begin to tune into ourselves and work out what it is that makes us feel good and who we are. We don't get away with it, you see. We sort of think we do for a while and we might not even recognise that we've done it because it's been something we've done for so long. But we don't get away with this because what happens eventually when you squash down the feelings, you squeeze them down, you, you brush them under the carpet and you think that they're going away, they're not going away. What's happening is you just squeezing them down and they're going to pop up somewhere else they're going to spring up in the in shouting at your children or arguing with your partner they're going to rear their ugly head when you feel overwhelmed and burnt out and feeling lost this is a word this is something i hear a lot from clients and from people in my community i feel lost i don't know who i am anymore and that's what happens when you never put yourself first, when you don't value your needs, your wants and your desires. In my private Facebook group, the Happy Me Project Facebook, which links are below if you wanna jump on in there. It's a really nice community. We get to share and support each other. And I jump in there and do live streams weekdays from 10 a.m. But in there, I we were discussing giving back to other people so I guess kind of the opposite of what we're talking about right now but it was about doing good things for other people to get a good feeling for yourself and, and create this spiral of good feeling and how that can really impact our mental health but, you know being being able to help other people we get a helper high so we were discussing that and I set the guys in the group a challenge and that challenge was to create an Amazon wish list So if you don't know what that is, it's creating a wish on on Amazon, you can create a list of things that you would like. Right, this is material stuff. So it's stuff, it's books, it's notepads, it's skates, it's skates. I don't know why it was skates, but it's skates, it could be skates, whatever it is, okay? So it's a, a wish list of things, material things that you could want. Now the reason I did this was exactly as I just said, because I wanted people to create their list and um to put it out there and for other people, for strangers essentially, to be able to buy them a gift so the person who bought the gift felt great the person who received the gift felt great because they'd received a gift from a stranger and it was a whole spiral of loveliness however on the other side of it there was also another reason that I did that and the reason that I did that is because I wanted people to think about what they actually want what they like and let other people know Now for many people in this group, it was a huge challenge. Many of them didn't do it and admitted and have admitted since they just didn't feel brave enough to own up to what they want and what they like and to put it out there because they felt, oh, well, people will think that I'm asking for presents. People will, they they felt that if they put it out there, it would seem needy or that they were somehow putting somebody else out and they didn't want to do that. That they didn't value themselves enough to be able to do that. And also, some people just couldn't think of anything. Genuinely couldn't think of one thing that they could put on a list and that's really troubling, but I think it's a really, really common issue. Now, I appreciate an Amazon wish list is very materialistic, and these are not necessarily the important things in life, but equally, they're not unimportant, because it's still okay for us to want things. Now, I really don't put much scope on material stuff in that I'm not attached to it, so um, it's nice to have stuff and tech and gadgets and a new dress and all of those things and they're lovely and they you know they're nice rewards for us in our lives and but what I do also know is that they're not the real stuff and when it comes down to it when it comes down to life and death and what matters in our lives I know that stuff's not important but it's a very obvious way of being able to see whether you can even own that whether you can say actually I really love notepads I'm a stationary geek. That is something that I do genuinely love. I really love books or I'm a Harry Potter geek and I love it and I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. Or we've got a lady in my group who I know loves unicorns, right? Fully grown woman, she loves unicorns. They make her feel happy and she owns that in fairness to her. She owns it, she puts it out there and um, and it's a really beautiful thing because it's you learning about yourself what you want. So I want you to consider over the next few days, All of the decisions that you have to make, we have to make constant daily decisions, right? Big or small. And I want you to consider how comfortable, how confident you are with your own decision-making. Do you constantly second-guess yourself? Do you always go with what somebody else wants? Even as simple as, does your partner always get what they want on TV? Do you never put yourself first? Does everybody else make the decision on what you eat for tea? What you eat for lunch, does everybody else do that? And are you putting yourself last? I would imagine for quite a few of you, scarily a lot, that would be the case. So over the next few days, how can you show up for yourself? How can you do more things that make you feel good and put yourself first? On my Instagram today, I did a post and I can't remember I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like, give yourself the posh cups. Right. Give yourself the posh cups. Now, when you come from a working class household, like I do, when I come from when you come from normal um, working class homes, often you will have the the cutlery and the cups and the the mugs and the saucers and all of that stuff that you use for yourself, your everyday stuff, crockery, and then you will have the posh cups the posh cutlery that comes out when people come round and it comes out because you don't want them to know that you use the rubbish crockery. You know, they want you to think that you're better than that. So we have the posh cups and and those posh cups and the nice cutlery, that always comes out when grandma comes round, or you have the neighbors in or your friends come round. So I use that as a way that you can show up for yourself. I genuinely thought of this about five or six years ago where I thought to myself, I'm not using a lot of the stuff that I have because I'm saving it for a rainy day. I am going to do it when. I will wear that when that happens, when I've done this. I will have that posh, I'll have the posh cups out when someone comes round, when it's Christmas, whatever else. And I realised that I was, for a lot of my life, I was almost punishing myself and I didn't, I was telling my mind that I almost didn't deserve the posh cups. And so from that time, and right now, I use the posh cups. I have my lovely, fine bone china, posh, very, very British cups of tea, saucer and teapots and I love it and it makes me feel ace and it makes me feel valuable to myself. It's the same as when you get dressed and you wear nice things and you do your hair whatever that you know however whatever feels good to you. When you show up for yourself in that way and you take a bit of time to look out for you you feel valuable and you feel better in yourself. We often worry too much about what will happen if we make a decision that's good for us and how that will impact the people around us. Now don't get me wrong, there will be times when you make a decision and people around you kick off when they don't know why you've made that decision, when they feel fearful about that, when they're angry at you for making that decision but that doesn't mean that it's the wrong decision for you. Now, I'll share a really personal story with you guys, and I have shared it before, but it it was a big moment in my life. I was with somebody for six years. I met a man who became my husband, and I was at a crossroads in my life. The first relationship that I was currently kind of still in had ended. There was no love left in it, and I was scared to move out of it. I then met who became my husband, Ross, and I was in a position where I had to make a decision. On the one hand, I knew if I made the decision to break up with the current partner, that the shit would hit the fan, that everybody around me would kick off, that out there would be all this judgment. Oh, there'd be so much judgment. I knew that I had a mortgage and a house and a dog and it would create all kinds of logistical issues. And I remember sitting with myself in a hotel somewhere and, and and basically self-coaching myself and talking talk myself through this and I asked myself the question if none of that would happen, if nobody would kick off, if there was no judgment, if nothing would really happen and all of the house stuff and dog stuff would get sorted would you break up with this person, would this relationship be over and the answer when I tuned in was yes, yes, yes I would and so I knew in that moment that I had to honour that decision, that I had to honour how I felt. So I did break up with that person. And yes, people kicked off. Yes, there was all kinds of judgment. Yes, there was a few peop- few friends lost along the way. But I also remember a time not long after that, in amongst the chaos, sat on a field one sunny day, having made the decision to break up that relationship, even with the chaos on a- going on around me, And feeling a sense of calm. And knowing that I had made the right decision for me. History will tell you that that decision was very good for me. I married that man that I I was with and spent 10 years with him. So... The moral of that story is that we have to learn to tune in and tune out the noise of other people's judgment. So I'm gonna give you some questions to think about. So when you are at a point where you have to make a decision and you feel a pull towards doing something, there could be a case that what will happen is your mind will kick into fear overdrive and it will tell you all of the reasons why you shouldn't. You shouldn't do it because of judgment. You shouldn't do it because people might say something. What if people get angry? What if people don't like you? What what if, what if, what if? And we'll have all of those thoughts. You are gonna ask yourself these questions. What would I do if there was no shame? What would I do if there was no judgment? What would I do if no one cared what I did? What would I do if no one saw? And think about those for a moment. Let those sink in. Because the answer to those questions is what you really want. So when you have a decision to make or when you have a feeling, a pull towards something, I want you just to take a moment to notice how that shifts in your in your mind, how that feels physically in your body. You might even notice that there's a moment of, your stomach flutters, or your heart races a bit more, you feel flushed, or there's a feeling of there's a something, there's a shift within you, notice what that feeling is, because it can be quite quiet if you are used to swallowing down your opinions and your feelings and your needs. And what will happen is in will pile the fear and the doubt and the what ifs. And if you're not careful, you will override that feeling with the what ifs so I'm going to give you a technique I'm going to I talk about this technique all of the time it is not mine it is a technique by Mel Robbins who is an author life coach awesome human being and her book is called the five second rule and the reason I love it is because it's simple And I like simple. I don't like complicated. This podcast is all about being simple and keeping it easy so that we can feel good. So Mel Robbins five second rule is simply this, that when you have a pull towards doing something, that you want to do a thing, whether it's getting up in the morning or it's making a decision to break up a relationship, start a new job, begin a salsa class, whatever it is, and you have a feeling, a pull towards something, you're going to say five, four, three, two, one. And on one, you've Fucking move you move you go and take action in some way you go and have a conversation with that partner you ring up and you book the salsa class you book it online whatever you do you make a decision but you move on one if you don't move on one what will happen is your brain will kick into gear and your brain will go but what about this and what about the fear and the judgment remember that thing that you did 10 years ago that we don't want to think about i'm going to bring that back up now to show you why you shouldn't make this decision that's how our brain's Work. It's not because they're deliberately against us. Our brains are trying to protect us. So they give us all of the negative options first. So when you feel a pull, when you tune in and you feel a desire to do something five, four, three, two, one, and you move, okay? That is your challenge over the next few days. I want to hear that you have been doing this stuff. My next challenge for you is this I want you to write down. On a piece of paper, try not to do it online if you can, just purely I'm, I'm really about pen and paper when it comes to feeling work and working through our emotions. If you can, totally fine if you can't. Pen and paper and write down ten re, 10 things that make you happy. 10 things, you can do more than that. If you can do more things that make you happy, even better. But at least a minimum of 10 things that make you happy. And I don't want any bullshit from you. I do not I do not want fake shoulds written on that. I do not want that I think I should feel happy about this, but actually it doesn't. In in reality, it doesn't make you feel happy anymore. Maybe it once made you happy, it doesn't anymore. I use relationships as a prime example because often we fake pretend we're in a relationship when we're not really there. So if that is you and you're about to write down my partner, but it's through gritted teeth, don't even put it down. This is not a list for anybody to see. This is for you to acknowledge what you love, what you like, what makes you feel good, what lights you up. Think about your senses as well. So think about what tastes do you like? You know, what foods do you like, what drinks do you like, what smells do you like? There's an amazing blossom bush on um on the road where I live. And every time I walk past it, I'm filled with happiness through one smell. It just smells amazing. I'm like, that's so beautiful in its nature what what delights you when you look at it you know when you go somewhere yesterday my daughters and I went to a duck pond and there was the cutest absolutely the most cutest little baby ducks that I've ever seen little ducklings they were the sweetest little things my eyes liked it my eyes felt joy and happiness when I saw those ducks write down whatever is making you feel happy right now acknowledge your own desires and needs and wants you my friend deserve the posh cups you deserve to have nice things and just because to this point perhaps nobody's told you that or perhaps it you know you you haven't told yourself that that doesn't mean it's not true you're important you're listen to this whoever you are wherever you are in the world you are an important person who deserves nice things You just need to start trusting yourself more, trusting that you are valuable, trusting that you've made decisions in the past and sometimes they worked out and sometimes they didn't, but you're still here, so you must be doing something right. To learn more about the Happy Me Project, my online courses, events, and one-on-one coaching, click the links below and get involved. Make sure to share this podcast, follow, subscribe, and tell me all of your learnings. I will catch you on the next episode. Stay safe, peace.